Let's jump right into the first ever wannamakeabet.com podcast. I'm Eric Simon, Eric Jack Simon, your host, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Marcello Latuca. How you doing, Jell? I'm doing well. Uh, thank God I wasn't too aggressive with my units this weekend because, man, one o'clock was not kind. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, let's, uh, let's frame it up for everybody. What is wannamakeabet.com? We've been around for about 22 years. Uh, we're a 40,000 person sports betting community. Um, and basically the whole premise of our game is to not bet real money. We bet points on games. Uh, every person at the site is given a bankroll of points and you bet those points on, uh, games. And uh, instead hmm. of betting real money, you're basically trying to grow your bankroll and then win a league. So it's sort of a hybrid of of sports betting and fantasy sports and like a Wall Street bankroll competition. And we've been doing it for 22 years and uh, we have a lot of fun. Yeah, clearly the best game I think that's out there. I mean, everyone does fantasy football, which is obviously completely different with player statistics and adding and dropping and that kind of stuff. And that's fun, too. But this this is um, real, real, <laughs> real competitive and real interesting for the gambler that is used to, um, you know, living and dying uh, by every play. And uh, the difference here is you're not obviously waking up on Monday morning uh, broke. <laughs> yeah, we we have it. We have a we have a longstanding uh, mantra at the site that 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 says, uh, "Thank God it's not real money," and that was that was certainly true for this past weekend. Um, so on today's show, we're going to quickly kind of recap uh, week seven in the NFL. And yeah, let's uh, do it. I don't know if you had any major takeaways, Chell, but. I did. I had a couple takeaways. Number one um, is that the Dallas defense is legit. I mean, I know Detroit isn't great. And I know the big part of that game was early in the game when they lost their best receiver, St. Brown, with a concussion. The minute he went into the tent, I was like, wow, they're in trouble because Dallas really is just suffocating against the run. And I know that um, Swift was out, but their backup running back, Jamal Williams, is, is very capable and Hawkinson is very capable. And, you know, what it what it, it was amazing to watch Goff like sort of revert back to the Goff that we remember him as when he was with the Rams, which yeah. was completely inept. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he gets uh, when he plays a good defense, he just gets neutered, oh and um, and Dallas. I don't know if you were that impressed by Dallas's offense. Uh, I I was like you. I was. I'm more impressed with their defense right now. It clearly kept them in that game, um, and they got the cover because of it. And yeah. Um, and yeah, well, listen, they were they were impressive. It was Dak's first week back. I knew he'd be a little bit rusty. Detroit plays hard on defense. They're not, you know, I know they give up a lot of points statistically. They're in a lot of these shootout games, but I think that they they've haven't really played a lot of great teams. With, you know, they had that shootout with Seattle and they can't stop anybody either. So they have a lot of these games, but I felt like, um, you know, Dallas really just put the clamps on them. And they were this, once they lost St. Brown, they had, they had no answers. They had nothing. I think they scored six points. Now they did fumble on the one yard line. I don't know if you saw the game. Oh, so I did. They were going in. They were going, they were going in. in, and they they threw this past the Hawkinson, um, and he got tackled. 
you know, I they called it a touchdown on the field. I thought it was a touchdown. The announcers thought it was a touchdown. Turns out his knee was down. They didn't know where the ball was, and and the coach did not challenge it. And I think he should have. Hmm. He figured, ah, oh, we're inside the one. We're just going to hand it off, and Jamal's going to run I, it I didn't in. see the replay. Do you think he broke the plane? I, I think the ball – I think it was close enough to challenge it. I really yeah. do. Yeah, I do. It was one of those where the, lo- the the camera wasn't right down the line, but his knee clearly was down, but it's where the ball is, and I think it might have touched the front of the line. Yeah. And he, they even got a bad spot because they put it, like, on the one, but it really should have been inside the one. So Dan Campbell probably thought it was just there, and, and you know, Jamal is normally going to get in there. And he fumbled I saw Campbell's reaction, by the way, on the sideline. Well, that's the first time Jamal fumbled in his entire career. Is that right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it just, you know, Detroit is in a lot of these games and they're just, they get snake bit a lot of times. I don't know. Wasn't the score 10-6 when that happened? It it was really close, the game at that point. And then it broke open after that. And um, just unfortunate, but... That's that's one thing that stuck out stuck out to me was because I had first of all I had the Lions plus seven and a half that I locked in earlier in the week that I thought was a good number because it went to six and a half. And they really should have covered that game. Like yeah. you know the games where you think you really are on the right side. Yeah, yeah. That was the right side. I feel like it was because if they go in there, they take a lead in that game into the fourth quarter, yeah. which would have been big for them. But you know, listen, NFL is a game of inches. It's a game of mistakes. Every week, teams make one or two critical plays that cost them games. Yeah. Um, my big takeaway from week seven was really sort of like, is this is this the end for some of these, these tried and true names in this in business of the NFL? Names like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Bill Belichick to be as bad as they were. And the expectation, not just from the fans, but from Vegas and the point spreads are that, you know, these guys will just, they'll just win. Like it doesn't matter how bad the teams are playing. The the expectation is that every week they're just going to snap out of it and start playing great and cover, you know, and in the case of Tampa, a 13 point spread, which, by the way, knocked me out of uh, the DraftKings Survivor League for a million dollars. You and many others. And and with Rodgers, I mean, this is this has been poor play the whole season. And with Belichick, uh, you know, with the opportunity to to surpass George Hallis and on national TV against basically the worst offense and the single lowest rated quarterback in the league, two got things. blown out. Two things I'll say about it. Number one, I think it's too soon to bury any of those guys. I think there's a lot of football left. I think this is what you would call the ultimate trap game. You never know, hear that expression, the trap game? For this who? For New England. Ultimate trap game. They'd come off. They had, they had shut out a team at home. They had one, two in a row. They, they appeared to have gotten their defense worked out. And Chicago was coming off 10 days rest, I believe, coming off a Thursday night game. They had plenty of time to prepare for this. And and I got to say, it's a non-conference opponent where you're laying that kind of a big number and you know everyone's on you that night. You know everyone and their mother was betting New England and the under because they figured, how's Chicago going to score? The weather's not great. We're, the, um, they don't, you know, New England's going to run the ball. Ramonde Stevenson and, and, and Harris and Mac Jones isn't going to make any mistakes because that's the way Belichick is. 
He doesn't let this guy do anything because he doesn't want him to turn it over. And and you know what happened was basically they got caught not being prepared, which which I don't think Belichick is used to doing. I mean, normally you think you bet on Belichick he's going to be prepared, but I don't think they were prepared for Justin Fields. He ran for a hundred and something yards. Of course, he and, was in the in the in the presser on Tuesday or Wednesday. Of course, he was doing his typical like talk yes. about the Bears, like they were Super Bowl champions and how great yes. they were and how great Fields were. So I I, I do think they were prepared. He was maybe they didn't believe it. I just think, listen, they have a big division game next week, and a lot of times, what I'm learning and what I've learned, and in the, in this game, it was hindsight, but in my history of gambling and losing, what I've learned is you always have to look ahead in the schedule. Especially if you have these teams in an instance like last night where, you know, they're coming off a lot of momentum, they're playing a non-division game, a non-conference game even is even bigger, and they have a big division game the next week. A lot of times these teams are not as familiar with the non-conference teams, and they, they prepare for them, but they're already really preparing for their division foe the following yeah. week. And in this case, it's the Jets who have been playing very well. I think they got caught up in that. As far as Rodgers and Brady are concerned, I think Brady's got a lot of things going on off the field that are he's he doesn't and he's always prepared. But you know, if you saw the game, I mean, he threw a seventy-yard pass to start the game to Mike Evans wide open. The guy dropped the ball. Yeah, seven nothing. Second series, he threw a first down to Godwin. He dropped the ball. Yeah, his numbers and, were actually not that bad. I, I actually think I that. You know, Brady's always going to be the headline, but if their defense played terrible. I they got gashed yeah. by two no-name running backs. Yep. They, they couldn't they couldn't stop anyone. Yeah, you're right. And a quarterback that I don't know, I don't know if that guy PJ Walker had ever won a game in the NFL. Yeah. Prior to that, which is remarkable. Now Aaron Rodgers has an issue where he, you know, he's dealing with these young receivers that weren't particularly highly drafted guys. I mean, they're young guys. They didn't sign anybody. They let obviously Adams go. They're really better when they just run the ball, pound the rock and then use the play action, but they haven't been doing it. And, and their defense was supposed to be a top five defense. It's just not, they're just not, you know, I don't know if they're hurt or if they're not executing or whatever it is, but they are, they're off to a slow start this year. There's no question, but these are Hall of Fame quarterbacks. LaFleur is a good coach. I don't really love Bowles as a head coach, so I'm not so sure Tampa's going to turn around. But let's face it, Tampa's in the worst division in the league, and I think they're still in first place. No? Uh, I, have the, I have the standings here, the NFC South. Yeah, I, I mean. I mean, so they're right in it. I mean, they've played terrible football, and they're still in it. Um, and unless Minnesota runs away with this thing, or if Chicago starts to put together wins, which I do not believe is going to happen. As a matter of fact, my, I think my best bet this coming week is Dallas at home to smash Chicago. Yeah, they're laying, they're laying nine and a half, and I think they're going to absolutely, absolutely bury them. Tampa and Atlanta are both three and four, and Carolina and the Saints are two and five. Right. You know, listen, Atlanta is playing probably a little above their head. You know, they ran into Cincy this week was a buzzsaw. Yeah, that was my uh, one of my picks and the pick five uh, that I released and uh, sent out of my. I love the pick five. I like the commission picks. I like the pick five. I think it's a great little thing to do. I felt Uh, like it was time for Atlanta to, you know, they're basically, uh, I think they're, I have them ranked like 
29th in the league hmm. in defense. And right. I, I just had this feeling they were going to get lit up. And they did. Yeah, they did. Um, they've been playing inferior offenses. Their defense is not good, in their, but their offense has been able to hang around. But in a game like that, no. Yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow, you could see, is starting to get it. He had a slow start. He had, remember, he had the appendicitis. He didn't play the whole preseason. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that matters to certain guys. You know, they had no training camp. Joe, can you put the laptop on a table or something? Because it's, it's like jiggling. And I think the audio might yeah, be yeah, doing something. something. <laughs> Do you have a desk in your, in your, in your bedroom? In my room. It's not, okay. I don't mean. Okay. Have Just try to keep it, try to keep it stable. Okay, I will. Um, let's, let's cover some other games. I mean, we can't go over the, the full card, but I think there are a couple games I, I'd like to talk about. Another sure. one is, um, uh, let's just spend two minutes on Cleveland, Baltimore. Um, you know, the Browns are that the Browns are at best a 500 team with Jacoby Brissett. And I think actually they're, they're probably going to get into the Deshaun Watson era more like you, you know four, four and seven um at at best because you know he does some good things but he turns the ball over and some absolute the worst possible moments the last three weeks and it's 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 too much to overcome in this league you know and it's Baltimore, amazing meanwhile you, you got this, the ball back late in that game yeah. they unbelievably fumbled the ball somehow when they were just going to run out the clock we caused the fumble and you Co got the amakora yes caused the fumble and i and still couldn't convert no we got the ball back with 220 unbelievable you threw that he threw that beautiful ball down the sideline yeah, to people jones. jones i saw it everything about it was good and then there was an untimely i actually thought there was a really bad call that pushed us out of out of york's field goal sort of yes. range Yes. And then it became a Hail Mary. And it is, you know, it's just our luck this year. We continue to cover. We continue to be in good games. Yeah. Like we're, we're, we're always hanging around. I just have this, like, if Deshaun Watson was our quarterback for these seven games, I, I feel like we'd easily be five and two because we're always right. there. Our offense is a top five offense. You also missed, you had Miles Garrett miss two games. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah. But yeah, you know, car, you have Chubb. You know, you have flipping Chubb the Porsche Hunt. with the girlfriend is never a good thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, look, the AFC North, you know, Cleveland and and, and Pittsburgh are going to fall to the bottom. They already have. We're both two and five. And, you know, what are these guys? Are they both four and three? Or they're, they're five? Is anyone five and two? I think they're both four and three. So, you know, it's not insurmountable. No. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, they're both four and three. So, I mean, no one's running away with that division. Interestingly, the Ravens play in Tampa, I believe. I, they do. Thursday night. They do. I want to quickly look at the card at the end, but that's that's my, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that game. You know, the game that you and I both liked this week and we were dead right about was we had Seattle plus the yeah. five and they're just good. Yep. And they're. You know, I know, I know a guy, a guy I follow in another podcast, the deep dive, uh, Drew has a 40 to one ticket on Seattle to win the division, to win the NFC West, which he bought like in week three. You might cash that. Um, so they're alive to be a playoff team. They're, have they're they played the Rams or the, um, 
with the Niners yet? They have not. I believe they beat uh I have to double check that. I don't think so. I think they're they've all been these I know, know they, they beat Arizona at home, so that's a division win. They beat Arizona. They beat the Saints on the road. They beat up on the Lions. Like they were in the they were in the middle of the country there for a couple of weeks. They're, they're, this game, this win against the Chargers, you know, people fall in love with the Chargers every year. I know. And it seems like the Chargers just continue to let people down every single year. I mean, I know they haven't had Keenan Allen, but they got him back. But still, I mean, when are these people going to learn that the Chargers, you know, this they just let people down? And that's and what they funny, do. You, historically, they've been good at the beginning of the season, and they usually do this. And I mean, I'm 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 having a flashback to Rivers, where they usually fold in December. But I, yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if if uh, if Herbert's like still hurt from the ribs. He's not throwing the ball downfield. I think like not having, you know, only having Michael Williams versus having. You know, both him and uh, Keenan Allen, and Keenan. Did Keenan Allen come into the game? He played I, this week. He started this week, and um, limited. The problem them, with right? them really is their offensive line is 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 a sieve. Yeah, I and mean, the guy's getting killed every week. And you know, and and the bottom line is also is with even with Khalil Mack, they're they're letting up points. Yeah, You know, I mean, I know that one game with Denver was a slugfest. It probably took a lot out of him, too. Because last Monday night's game, if you saw it, was so physical. Yeah. that and, and it went to, like, I think there were five possessions in overtime. And Denver finally muffed a punt. <laughs> that's the way yeah, that's the Chargers ended up winning. But um, Didn't you have a survivor was, team on that? I think I did, actually. I had San Diego. Jeez. Was that lucky or what? So, um. But yeah, I think the Chargers are a weird team. They have a lot of big and yet name they're, stars. You know, it's they don't crazy. Win. And yet they're four and three. Yeah, they're four and three. Yeah, I know. You know who's really emerging that 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 caught my eye the last two weeks is Josh Jacobs on uh yeah. on the Raiders. He is he is just exploding. I know. I know he's running so hard. Yeah, he's very good. He's been a he's been a pickup in fantasy and just to get back to Seattle. The running back they drafted from Michigan State, this Kenneth Walker III, had an amazing game for the second game in a row. Um, he's some a guy to watch because if they're Seattle likes to run the ball and establish that, you know what I'm saying, and then yeah. play action and go to lock it in them. That's a big part of their game. Oh yeah, and if they can run the ball, that's what Pete Carroll wants to do. So this kid is seems to be something special that they have. So keep an eye out for that guy, Kenneth Walker III. Um. What are your thoughts on uh, the Chiefs-San Francisco game? Man, oh, man. I mean, it was close for a while there, and then they just got blown out. I mean, I know. Um, I regret. You know, it's funny. All week, I, I liked the Chiefs, and when I did a deeper dive, and then the, I think what really threw me off is when McCaffrey got traded there, I yeah. got, like, distracted by that and thought yes. he was going to come in and immediately contribute, and he didn't. And Jimmy yeah, they G, got the playbook like he got the playbook like on the plane while he was yeah, flying thing there. Jimmy and Jimmy's just so bad. And it's sort of like I was looking at my analysis and like I had I had given out like as one of my top five San Francisco, but it was like when I reread what I wrote, is it was almost as if I picked the Chiefs. Because, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they yeah. it was like they had nothing to be ashamed about. Like the to me, Buffalo is the best team by far this year. 
And to lose that game on the last, yeah, I mean, it sucked that it was at home, but they lost that game on the very last possession. And it was because they have a weaker defense than Buffalo. But I mean, that was a great game. And they they played the best team in the league and, and barely lost. And clearly they're head and shoulders above the 49ers. With a 44 to 23 win. Don't you and think? listen, the other thing is this the San Fran is missing five or six starters on defense. They are not a healthy team. Yeah. And 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 the reality and the reality also is is that um Mahomes and Reed don't really ever lose two games in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that stat, I don't remember it, but they I don't think they've lost two games in a row since they've been together. Is that right? That's astonishing. Look that hmm. up at, when you can, but I think that's what I saw, and that's if that's true, that is pretty remarkable. So if we would have known that going in, I think you would have gone with KC clearly because um, they just don't lose games back-to-back um, under Andy Reid. It just doesn't happen. They have yeah. Listen, they have a lot of weapons. You know, they, they did lose, obviously, Tyree Kill, et cetera, and, um, but, you know, they kind of filled them in with, like, you know, with uh, Hard Hardman and um, Juju, and I mean they have weapons. Kelsey's the best tight end in the game, you know. Yeah. So they're a dangerous team. I mean they're they're going to be right there again. I mean I hate to say it, but Kansas City's going to be right there. Oh, without a doubt. And you know, you know? like I, I can just if you fast forward to, I know what's going to happen. It's going to be, be in Buffalo. Yep. <laughs> AFC Championship game. Chiefs at Bills. More and- than likely. And and let me just here's a hot take for you, the Bills will blow it. You know I don't see they, that. They have that. They have that in them to blow games, as we both know throughout history. I don't think. I don't think at home. I think if you they think get they do there, it this year, be, yeah, I think there those fans are 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 as 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 rabid a bunch as that that exists in the league, and it's going to be cold and windy, and home field matters. And I think it's going to be a situation where, and and look, if you look at their rosters, I feel like their roster is so talented, Buffalo, especially on defense. Yeah. Um, no, I know, I, mean, I know. Just, I love. Just, I think they're great. I mean, it's but just it's, all uh, pro after all pro. It's it's amazing. I mean, it's like it's, as we know, as we know, the regular season is is one thing, and and playoff experience and performance and playoffs is is totally different. It's true. I get it, and and you know the probably make a deadline move like they always do to, to get another veteran or two in there that know how to win you know buffalo the the gm has been masterful at putting together this team around josh allen you know so um i think we all agreed Let, let's talk quickly about the two new york teams the other two yeah i was new just york gonna teams, uh, i should that, say other than buffalo hop to that because um it's it, you know the giants seem to come back every week they're getting outplayed they stay in the game their defense creates a turnover in the fourth quarter. Danny Jones Run. somehow um, statistic, statistically is not the greatest, but he's I think he has five five fourth quarter comebacks maybe or five yeah. comeback wins. He's it's amazing. remarkable, they, man. They are amazing in the fourth quarter, and he he's a running back. I mean, he's, yeah, he runs. He, he, I think he ran for a hundred yards. Yeah, he did the same as Justin Fields, and and the thing. That's that jumps out at me most about the Giants is beyond that that they got better with the young talent and um and the draft picks over the last couple of years is the coach. I mean, the coach has been completely turned this thing around. And it just goes to show you what coaching can do in the NFL. 
I mean, just look at Tampa. They got Bulls now down from Arians. They're a different team. Mm-hmm. They are a completely different team. I know they have a couple injuries, but still, who doesn't have injuries? Everyone does. Right. Dable always says in the giant locker room, guy goes down, next guy up, everyone in the room matters. Everyone on the team is important. So, you know, he preaches that, and I think the players respect it. They play hard for him. And I also think his offense is, you know, it, it, it's in this today's NFL, it's an offense that works. You think they make the playoffs? They have to. How can they not? Have you seen their schedule? Well, the NFC they have the, the easiest, NFC East is now I'm I talking mean, about everybody's outside. five and two. I'm talking about outside the East. Their schedule is the easiest in football. Yeah. What do you think they of don't, the Jets? You think you you think the the Giants are better than the Jets? I do. Um I don't I still don't think Zach Wilson is has been tested by any measure. Like, and I don't think they're letting him, uh, you know, make, well, the, listen, make the big mistake either. Zach Wilson has a, has a lot of talent. He can make any throw from any arm angle. He can run. He can throw on the run. Um, I don't know mentally if he's sharp enough yet in his career to not make the big mistake at the big time. And I, I think that's what you're afraid of, too. It's kind of like where Daniel Jones was two years ago and last year always getting, you know, strip sacked, always um, not feeling the rush, making the stupid throw late. You know, yeah. I'm not sure Zach is, is that, is not that quarterback still. And I Daniel think, Jones is not that much ahead of him, by the way. You know, I think he's being coached. But does finally. he have two years on him? I just think he's being coached finally the right way, Daniel Jones. I think he's, he's being told what to do. And if it's, it's okay to punt. Yeah. And you don't need to force a ball in. Yeah. You know, and I think he's learning from it. I don't think he's turning the ball over nearly as much as he used to. And I just don't know that about Zach. I feel I feel like Zach is still a little bit of a gunslinger mm-hmm. and he will try and squeeze balls in. Yeah. He'll do it at the wrong time against a good team and it'll cost them, you know. Um, the other thing about the Jets is they lost their star running back to an ACL. And I, I know they signed um, James Robinson, Robinson yeah. from Jacksonville. That helps. But this this kid Brees Hall was a special special player. So, and I think they lost the lineman too, um, in Tucker. So you know, listen, the injuries happen every week to every team. You, you, you know, the Giants lost Evan Neal. You know, it just happens. You know, we lost T.J. Watt. When I say we, I'm a Steeler fan. Yeah. So, um, you know, we haven't played a game with T.J. Watt since opening day, and that's the game he dominated against Cincinnati. I mean, he absolutely was the best player on the field. So, you know, you're not going to win games when your best players aren't in there. I mean, it's 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 a tough league like that. But, you know, it's hopefully these guys learn, the guys behind them, you know. So the Jets and the Giants, I think, are where they're supposed to be. They're, they're improved young teams. They're well coached. Um, neither one of them will win a division. But I can see the Giants certainly making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The Jets, I'm not so sure. Yeah. But the Jets have tiebreakers over a lot of teams already that are going to be chasing. You know, a few minutes wins. left in this show, um, yeah. And then we'll 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 do a deep dive on on week eight. You know, later this week, either Friday or Saturday for our second pod. But um, yeah, sure. I don't know if you've looked at any of the early lines, but uh, maybe we'll do a, just a quick rundown on this week's card and see if anything jumps out at you. Yeah, the uh, only thing Thursday I, night I want... we have Baltimore at Tampa minus one and a half and forty five and a half. Yeah, um, 
I don't think yeah. I, I don't think Tampa Bay Tampa Bay has some deep problems as far as I'm concerned after that Carolina loss and I don't think they shake it anytime soon um you know that I, I don't know what you think but to me this 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 line just says Baltimore to me yeah I have a very hard time trusting Baltimore in general I don't I, I don't like their defense and I don't like the way they're playing in particular. I think they do a lot of things to keep teams in games. Their offense is really one-dimensional. Tampa Bay, if they, if this, if that performance doesn't wake them up, I don't know whatever will. Their defense has to be ready to play on Thursday night, and I think they will be. Mm-hmm. I, I think that all you need to do is stop the run against Baltimore and attack them down the field because their their corners are not good. And you can, I mean, it would not surprise me to see Brady put a big number up on Thursday night. I'm not ready to write him off yet. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm not, uh, I am. Um, And maybe my ass still hurts from what he did to me, knocking me out of Survivor and not being able to stop the run on Sunday. But that sounds like you and I might have a Venmo bet going that night. Oh, could be the 20, (laughs) 20. Um, Andrew Jackson. Denver at Jacksonville. That's a pass for me. Uh, Chicago at Dallas. Oh, I love Dallas there. Wow. Oh, they're that, laying a lot. They're, they're laying a lot. Nine and a half. Yeah. I, I think, you know, listen, remember, it's a week to week league. I know everyone's going to be feeling Chicago after a big Monday night road performance. Second week in a row on the road on a short week. Second week of Dak working. And that defense in Dallas is ferocious, man. I don't. I mean, I know Justin looked good last night. I think, in my opinion, that was a trap game for New England. I think a lot of points, Joe. I think it's an aberration, and I think that this game will be very one-sided. I really do. I believe Dallas is going to steamroll Chicago. Yeah, I don't have an opinion there. What do you think, New England at New York, the the trap game setting up this? I, I, I think it's minus two and forty and a half. I, I love New England. I'd, I'd be so shocked if, if Belichick loses this game. Well, that is a low total, isn't it? 40. Jesus. I really like New England in this spot. Wow. Really? Yep. Yeah. I don't think the Jets have really been tested by many good teams. I think they the wins they've had. And, and listen, the Jets defense has been great. But they, they have been hard-fought games against teams that are down. You know, Aaron Rodgers had a rough start. Russell Wilson, you know, didn't play the other day. And he hasn't been great. But still. You know, they had they had a third string quarterback in there and they barely won. You know, I watched mm-hmm. the game, the Jets. That's not to say that they're not good. And but, you know, you don't overcome this running back thing right away. They have some issues at wide receiver. They have a guy that's defecting basically from the team. And I don't see Who? Belichick losing two in a row. Who's defecting? Uh, the kid, uh, Elijah Moore, requested a trade and wants out. And it's oh, just really? a massive soap opera situation over there. Yeah. But I, I think New England will be really focused. Um, I don't think it matters who the quarterback is. I think they're going to hand the ball off and run it a bunch. And Belichick's good defense is going to be ready. That's the way I look at that game. And I think they pretty much own the Jets historically. Yeah, they, too. they historically have. Speaking of 10, can Pittsburgh cover 10 at Philly? Aren't you no, going to that game? Pitt, Pitt, I'm not, actually, because I have we have a Halloween party the night before, and I have to dress up as – Kurt Cobain. Um, Wait a minute. Aren't you going to Wisconsin? <laughs> Wisconsin the following Saturday. Oh, that's not this week? Right. That's next week. Oh, okay. 
And yeah, he's driving so up is Kurt Cobain. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. Um, but no, historically, if you look, the Eagles absolutely destroy Pittsburgh every time. Pickett's going to have a hard time against their defense. You know, he's a young kid. He makes a lot of mistakes, as you would expect. Najee's not running it well. You know, maybe the Eagles coming off a bye are a little lazy, and it's a non-conference game, trap game for them, but they normally win this Pennsylvania battle every time. So, you know, I could see us getting blown out, you know, 38-10, something like that. I don't I don't think it's going to be pretty. Um, I think that's going to be a big survivor play, too, and it might be mine. Wow, that's right. It will. Miami, Detroit, that's a pass. Arizona, Minnesota is a pass. Really good game, I think, Arizona, Minnesota. Really? It's going to be interesting because I think I'm a believer in Kyler now that Hopkins is back. I think it's a totally different team. It is. And they, look, they looked entirely different. Totally different team. There's just a confidence level. And I think that's going to be a high scoring game. I do. I think because I think Cousins at home is pretty good with Jefferson. I think it's a big over. And what's the spread? Three and a half. I take the hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I do too, especially because Minnesota like barely wins every week. Totally um, right. And they're and they by. either they either choke up a lead or they come from behind, but whatever it is, they barely win. Totally agree. Um, what do you got next? You got Raiders Saints. That's a pass hmm. for me. Interesting. Aunt Carolina, Atlanta. That's an interesting NFC South game suddenly. Um, but I gotta love Atlanta. How do you not love Atlanta there? Oh my god. Carolina just Carolina just won that. That was their Super Bowl. I don't know about that. They got a great pass rush. Uh, they got they got DJ Moore. They got a quarterback who believes. And suddenly DJ Moore's been terrible. Admin fantasy is awful. Their quarterback is mediocre at best. And I'll tell you, they're going to be partying like they've never partied this weekend after doing what they did to Tampa Bay. I think they. I disagree. I think they. They have a chip on their shoulder because no one thinks they can win without McCaffrey. No one thinks they're anything because they lost their coach and no one thinks, and they, they want to like believe that they don't need Baker Mayfield. There's just a bunch of guys on a team who are coming together. They didn't play well. They played well against the Rams. Also, I had the Rams and survivor two weeks ago and I was terrified. That game's in Atlanta. Huh? Is that game in Atlanta? Yeah. I like Atlanta. Okay. Uh wow, great game. Giants, Seattle. This is it. In Seattle? This is it. This is the end for the Giants. I'm gonna say it right now. They're traveling to the West Coast after being in Jacksonville, after yep. being in London the week yep. before. And now they're going out to the West Coast to play that team. I think the party's over. This is three. I would take this, I would lay this three right now before it goes to three and a half, which is probably where it'll be in two days from now. You know what? I I tend to really agree with you. The only thing that gives me hesitation is I everyone counts the Giants out every week, and they're always getting three on the road, just like they were this week. And Giant money line is the play because they just win games. Wow! Until they stop winning games, until they stop winning games, you gotta give them the benefit of the doubt. Well, that that's funny because I I I say that about Seattle every week, and I pick them every week for the exact. I know same it's premise. an interesting matchup in that respect that both these teams are underappreciated by betters. Yeah, every week, and it's going to be very cool to watch. Um, two more. The next one is uh, the Rams 49ers. 
Uh, wow. Rams getting one and a half at home. So they're coming off a bye. Um, and San Fran just got smoked. I, I, I got to say, before I have an opinion, I really have to see the injury report on this because if, if San Fran's going to get some of the defenders back yeah. and McCaffrey has another week to learn, it could change my opinion on this. Yeah. But um, normally the Rams own San Francisco. No, I know. I know. You know, I don't know why that line is so short. The Rams haven't been good. I mean, they, 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 they have, they have real problems, but I agree with you. That's a, that's a very key one. We'll, we'll watch those injuries closely. And then last one yeah. on Halloween night, oh. Cincinnati Bengals are going up route 71 to Cleveland to play the Browns and they're laying three on the road at eight. I love, love, love Cleveland. Really? Yeah. How I are we going to beat them? I love Cleveland in that game. We beat them. Steelers beat them early in the year. And I'll tell you, they're beatable. And especially on the road, the Browns, let me tell you what they're going to do. They're going to arrive. The fans are going to arrive at that stadium around noon. They're going to start pounding beers. And they're going to be so loud. <laughs> and that game is a battle of Ohio. And you know it better than anyone. Yep. Okay. There's no love loss for those teams, between those teams. And I think that Chubb, like I told you last week, Chubb is amazing. You just have to trust them to run it. Well, they do. The, they thing do. I, the, the problem I have is, with your team is can, can Jacoby Brissett avoid the, the fatal error that he's been making for the last month every game? Um, I think the answer in this game is yes, only because I'm not that impressed with Cincinnati's um, pass rush and defensive line. I think you can keep them off balance with your running. And the other issue is Joe Burrow coming off that amazing game against Atlanta, which was a bad secondary at home. And it makes him look like, oh, yeah. Cincinnati's back. And and suddenly they're, oh, wait, they're only laying three. Yeah. Cincinnati, this is easy. Cleveland stinks. And I think that's <laughs> what take. And I think this is a big game for Cleveland. I think when the schedule came out, everyone in Cleveland circled that game. Yeah. Joe, I think great it, first pod. We got about 30 seconds left, if not less. Um, I'm gotcha. looking forward to this for, to our first weekend of, of doing the games. We'll do the full card. And next week we'll do an hour on Monday so we can spend a half hour looking back and a half hour looking forward. Um, Fantastic, but, Jack. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait. Have a great week, buddy. And we're going to call the mush on Friday. And